Welcome to Just One More Story by George Walters, a weekly podcast where I share with you a mixture of personal stories as well as some useful tips, techniques, and advice that might help you live a healthier, happier life. They might even get you motivated enough to make the changes you need to be successful in areas that you never thought were possible. It should also be noted that any content that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. In other words, all the views and information expressed here on this podcast are my own and not the views of anyone else. And while I strive for accuracy, I can and will be wrong at times, as any honest human will have to admit. So, if you're looking for that special something to start or end your day, you're in the right place. And the great part is, you can listen to all my podcasts for free, anywhere, at any time. So with that, let's get started. Hi folks, and Merry Christmas to y'all. You know, if one would ask what my favorite day of the year was, I would have to say it's Christmas. Starting things off, I would like to clear up a few things relating to the word Christmas. Some like to think it's a religious event, with some taking the first part of the word and dissecting it, so to speak, into the word Christ. And then there are those that doesn't like to say Merry Christmas, and are working very hard to replace it with Happy Holidays. Things like that makes me shake my head and wonder. Some have asked, George, how do you feel about religion and non-religious things? Truth be told, I hate to talk about things like that. But since some have asked, I will say this. Taking things into account, I guess you could say that I'm not some kind of a cold-hearted atheist, but I'm not some kind of a person that likes to take an overly critical view of certain issues, whether it be right or wrong. Or am I a straight-laced kind of guy? Instead, I like to think of myself as a nice, friendly old feller that believes in the power of the universe puts his faith in nature along with science. Truth be told, anything but religion or atheism. You know, you don't have to be religious, an atheist, or whatever to celebrate Christmas. To me, Christmas is a time of sharing love with one another, being with loved ones, and simply bringing overall joy in the lives of others, not forgetting oneself. But nothing can top watching the faces of family and children on Christmas morning while they're opening their present. That, to me, is the greatest gift of all. Now the biggie. Santa Claus. Do I believe in Santa Claus? (laughs) You bet I do. And for those that say there isn't a Santa Claus, I say this. Who, Who is to say that he doesn't exist? To me, that would be like saying that children, or myself for that matter, doesn't have an imagination. Heck, I remember growing up having an invisible friend that I would talk to daily. And I believe that, if it wasn't for that invisible friend, I don't think I'd be where I am today. And to take that last sentence one step further, I honestly believe that we should be letting our children entertain these imaginary characters, as it allows the children to develop their creativity, which I believe is what is needed in this fast-paced world that we live in today. So yes, in my mind there is a Santa Claus. He will always exist. 
To say there isn't a Santa Claus would be like closing your mind to the reality that is all, is all around us. Personally, to this day, I have never found a person that can fill the world with so much love and hope as Santa Claus does. With that, let's get on with the story I've lined up for you today. I hope you enjoy A Christmas Story. This story took place just before Christmas, years before I was even born, or at least part of it. The folks that raised and adopted me were Reg and Laura Potter. They were country folks and owned a dairy farm here in northern Ontario. Reg, the man of the house one evening, got to telling me about his grandfather and how he had always worn a cowboy hat that was similar to a Stetson. He had two, actually, and no matter where he went, one of his hats always went with him. The story goes like this, George. My grandfather had two terrible years with his crops. The first year it was so dry that his crops shriveled up and died, as they didn't have any rain for over two months. He did have a pond he used as a backup, but even it wasn't enough to carry them through. The following year he thought he had the crop of all crops. Everything flourished. He even thought of buying a bit more land from a family just down the road from him that was moving. But then tragedy came out of nowhere as lightning struck a tree that just the night before harvest. And as hard as they tried to put the fire out, all his wheat in the three fields went up in smoke. Without them fields of wheat, we were hurting and hurting bad. And I will say this, that there were a few nights I remember going to bed hungry. And not to forget our cattle lost a few pounds that winter too. But being country folks, we pulled together and handled our problems the best we could. My grandfather's motto was that there isn't a problem that can't be fixed, as by nature farmers are and always have been problem solvers. I believe that to be the case even today. Moving along, after them two years of hardships, Christmas arrived. We didn't have any money for gifts and things. But we did have a Christmas tree that we cut down and brought in from the bush. And you know, from the moment the tree came through the door, things started to look a lot brighter. I remember the fellow that owned the feed mill in town, knowing of our problems, giving us a bag of flour along with some other things. Taking these, my grandmother got busy baking up cookies and pies of all kinds, which were the only things present-wise we would be having for Christmas. Or so we thought. Then an unusual thing happened. A stranger came into our life. My grandfather had been bringing in firewood and he spotted this fellow coming up the laneway with a knapsack strung over his shoulder. I just happened by your place and was wondering if you had a place I could hang my hat for a night. A spot in the barn would be okay with me. Well, my grandfather said, I suppose we could give you a place to stay for the night. I don't expect it for nothing, said the stranger, and by the looks of it, you could use a bit of help to split in this wood. The help would be appreciated, said my grandfather. With that, they both got busy, and within an hour, all the wood was split and piled. I don't suppose you're hungry, asked grandfather. Hungry? I've never been so hungry in my entire life. With that, grandfather smiled and said, follow me, and he took him into the house. Inside, Grandma said, well now, who we have here? You know, said Grandfather, I never asked his name. Well, my name is Daniel, but my friends call me Deke. 
was given to me when I was young, and, well, it's stuck. Well, Deke, if I may call you Deke, set yourself down at the table, any chair but the one at the end, is, as that is the one my husband uses. He gets powerful moody if someone sits in it. Oh, don't believe her, Deke. She says all kinds of things like that, just to annoy me. It's the gospel truth, Deke. One time a neighbor dropped by for a coffee, and when he came in from milking and seen her sitting in his chair, he pouted around the house here for a week. <laughs> with that, Grandma winked at Deke, smiled, and fixed him a sandwich along with a piece of apple pie and a cup of coffee. Once finished, Deke said, Ma'am, that was the best darn lunch and pie I've had in over a month, and I want you to know I sure appreciate it. A place to sleep would have been plenty. No one ever comes into my kitchen and leaves hungry, Deke. Well, again, I sure appreciate you feeding me and all. Deke ended up staying with us for Christmas, sleeping in the barn. We told him we had a spare bedroom upstairs, but he wouldn't hear of it, saying that not that he didn't appreciate the offer, but he'd just as soon spend the night with the critters. I guess he liked his privacy. Anyways, as I said before, being that we had a couple of not-so-good years behind us, there weren't any presents under the tree. But we did have Deke, which was just as good in a lot of ways, as he got to telling the stories of his life in Texas and how we broke horses for a living. Truth be told, he kept us on the edge of our seats all night, and with the wood stove crackling away, along with lots of hot chocolate and cookies being handed out, well, it ended up being the nicest Christmas ever. Christmas morning arrived, and Deke was waiting at the kitchen door, asking if he could help with the chores and split some firewood for the cook stove. Gram Grandpa said, sure, and once the cows were milked and fed, we got to talking and enjoying the day. After breakfast, we had all sat down when Deke said he had to go to the, out to the barn for a moment. We didn't think anything about it, and off he went. When he came back, we seen that he had a knapsack with, which he sat on the floor in front of them. With that, he reached inside and brought out the prettiest bow for your hair we had ever seen. He handed it to Grandma and said, This your bow needs a pretty lady to ride on, and that lady is you, without handing it to her. Then in went his hand again, and out came a jackknife, which was handed to me. The darnest thing, he said. I went through a town the other day, and this fellow gave me this your knife. I already got one. No need for a feller to have two, so this goes to you, as I know you will make it to go to good to use. He then reached again into his bag, but nothing came out. Looks like I plumb run out of gifts, he said, looking at my grandfather. <laughs> no need to fret any, my grandfather said. You have made our Christmas as it is. I remember it so clearly. My grandmother was fixing her hair with her new red bow, and tears were on her cheeks. The jackknife, well, I still got it, and it has whittled away many a good nights. It was a good Christmas, George, one to remember, but that wasn't the end of it. What happened next was something that would be with me for the rest of my life. On his leaving, the, this Christmas traveler handed my grandfather his Stetson hat. I would like to give you this here hat, he said. It's not just a hat, though. It comes with the strength of Texas, and when it sets on a man's head, well, put it on, and you will feel what I'm trying to say. But remember this, there is only one way it's to be put on. 
Take the brim and the crown with your two hands and set it into place. And never, and I mean never, let the brim bow down toward the ground. If you do, all your luck will run out. So, my friend, keep the brow up and the crown back and luck will be with you from now on. Guaranteed. With that, my grandfather took the hat and set it right. From that day forward, George, nothing but good luck came to us. Crops were plentiful and presents were under the tree from that day forward for all. Now, George, I would like to give you this, your first cowboy hat. Remember the story that I just told you and wear it with pride and luck will follow you throughout your life as the hat deep gave to me. In closing, remember, if a stranger that's wearing a session happens by on a cold Christmas Eve, it might pay to invite him in. And if a hat comes your way through life, all that I can say is keep the brim up. Have a great Christmas, everyone. That's it for today, folks. But before I go, I would like to mention that all my stories are also available in books. We have seven books to choose from, and each book has over 50 short stories. The titles of the books are One More Story, Moments in Time, Paths We Choose, Times Changing, Keep Turning Pages, Join Me in the Garden, and Nature's Gateway to Health. All of our books are available on Amazon.ca or Amazon.com in ebook or paperback. If you would like more information regarding my books or podcasts, or if you would like to buy me a coffee from time to time, you can email me at stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll say that one more time. Stories at keepingnotes.com. And I'll get back to you. You can also listen to my podcasts on Google Play Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Radio Public, Pocket Casts, CastBox, Listen Notes, Amazon Music, and The Walters Post. It is also on your Google Home Smart Speaker. Just say, hey Google, play just one more story by George Walters. And if you enjoy my podcasts, share them with others or tell a friend. In doing so, it will help me make more podcasts for all to enjoy. And finally, I would like to thank you all for listening, along with those that have taken the time to let me know that they are enjoying my podcast. And don't forget to tune in every Friday for a new episode of Just One More Story by George Walters.